So, we're doing this a little bit early. You know, this is something that we would normally say for the movie review extravaganza, <laughs> but since everybody's putting reviews out on it, and some of those reviews have already passed, and I don't want to be mixed up with all the cluster of reviews that are coming out, mm. but I also don't want to be dragging ass on it either. I don't want to be the latest one. So we decided to do this review today for what people are saying is one of the big Oscar contenders for That's 2021. Right. Yeah. West Side Story. Now let me tell you something, y'all. That original West Side Story, I know it's a classic. I know I've told y'all I love musicals, but I ain't never seen that original 1961 OG West Side Story. <laughs> story of the Jets and the Sharks and how they just fuck it up for everybody. <laughs> yeah, why get out? Yeah, Corey, I thought you loved musicals, man. You always sing in Oklahoma. You you were in theater, man. You, man. you don't love no musicals. If you ain't seen West Side Story, the 1961 West Side Story, one of the greatest musicals ever, and you oppose it, man. You don't love those musicals, musicals out there. Thing is, man, listen, no. The music in here, Love the music mm -hmm. from West Side Story. Tonight, tonight, Martin, like, yeah, tonight, shut your ass up. <laughs> you said it about yourself. Yeah, I know you said it too. I'm just saying it for you. I was like, damn, I am hurting my own ears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nah, man, everybody knows that. Everybody knows, you know, there is a place for us. You know, all those heavy hitters, man. Everybody loves this musical. Everybody loves these, these, these uh, Everybody loves these these songs. Everybody loves this this movie here, man. But not me. Um, I love the music, but everything else just don't seem right. That's why I never, I could not bring myself to watch this. Mm. Uh, first, this just looks corny, man. And Martin's like, it's a musical from nineteen from nineteen sixty one. What yeah. the hell are you? Wait, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> you sound like one of these millennials. I look back at this thing from forty years ago, and guys, it's problematic. It's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, it is. It is a problem. <laughs> It is for me. It's a problem. First of all, you know these they got these gangs in here, ready to fight, but they doing it. You know, they coming in with them them cool jazz snaps. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Oh, getting ready, getting ready to throw down for this. Copacetic rumble. That's about to happen, Martin. <laughs> Getting ready to hurt somebody with these smooth moves, Martin. No, they're these about groovy, to, about these to groovy tunes they, over here. They, they're going to audition for the Beat It video. Yeah. Well, even Mike, that's a damn shame when Michael Jackson is tougher than your ass. Michael Jackson doing this look more convincing than. And twirl. <laughs> you know, man. I know you love this music. I Martin, do. Martin, like, man, back, back the fuck up, Corey. No, no, you just, <laughs> you, you're throwing it in the wrong context, but go ahead. This ain't no gang. There's a bunch of theater nerds getting ready to have a dance off. This is like, this is just like a cornier version of, a jazzier version of Step Up. You know, I couldn't get into it because of that. I, you know, I'm sorry, man. Shit, a rumble. I'm talking about we about to do a rumble. First one to get hit. Oh, stop! I ain't Martin like, man, leave the shit that, alone. That's, that's you and your toxic masculinity. That I, is I ain't me. touching that. That is me. 
Second of all, way too much brown face in this. I just couldn't get into it. And everybody looking like C. Thomas Howard from Soul, Soul Man in here going at each other. I was like, nah, man. I, I'm, I haven't. Maybe if I watched it when I was younger, I would probably be into it. But today, I'm, it's too late for me. I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not into this, man. All these people with this Nestle quick cocoa powder on their face and everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, it's just, it's just too much for me, man. I love these songs. I do. And I'm sure the musical is awesome. But, you know, I, it, I don't need no fake Puerto Ricans. I don't need these so-called gang members trying to act hard while prancing around like woodland elves and everything. I don't need that ruining the songs for me. I like, I feel like I'm so good with, with the music that I don't, you can take that other part right there. I'll, I'll have this right here. Okay. But now here comes Spielberg talking about, I hear you, Corey. It is a problem. But I can fix it. <laughs> I'll make it for you. I got. I can I'll make I, it just for you. I can, You know, I'm gonna make. A, I'm gonna make this movie because it's great, Corey, and you're missing out. But I see how you feel. So I'm gonna make this movie just for you. You know, I'm gonna update it. I'm gonna get some real Puerto Ricans up in here. One hundred percent real Puerto Ricans up uh, in here. Latinos. <laughs> they ain't all Puerto Ricans. Most of them are not. Closer than what we had in the <laughs> sure. original. At least, you know, the, the brown don't rub off when, yeah. you, when you smudge their faces. You know, get some Puerto Ricans. I'm, I'm going to even get some real greasy, tough-looking white dudes up in here. <laughs> you know, and, and they're going to dance, but it's a musical. What the fuck are you going to do? You know, now that I can't, now that I can't take out. But you love the music. And I think if, we, you know, if you just give it a chance right here, then you'll be all right. Because really, I'm talking about the gangs looking tough. I'm talking about how corny it is. I'm talking about the brown face. But really, if you can look beyond that, Corey, yeah, I understand, man. It's not just that. The heart of the movie, the heart of the story here is it's a, Ro it's a Romeo and Juliet tale. Oh, yeah, very much so. You got Tony, Tony, Ansel Elgort, and Rachel, what, Ziegler? Z Ziegler. Ziegler. Two good-hearted people, man who fall in love at first sight. And it would be destiny if it weren't for them being surrounded by stubborn pride, male toxicity, Martin. Martin, like, like you. <laughs> People like you, Corey. And prejudice. Also, just, just plain stupidity from all these ignorant-ass people that surround them. Did Spielberg actually come in and fix it for me? Because that's what really matters. Mm, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's your show. It's my show. <laughs> yeah, did he think did he make the movie that I wanted? Well, let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer. And we'll be back with our reviews. This is my first time in New York City. I want to be happy here. I want to make a life at home. Are you ready? Tonight is about family. The first gringo boy who smiles at you. I never seen you before. You're not Puerto Rican. Is that okay? Do you want to start World War Three? You know, I wake up to everything I know either getting sold or wrecked or being taken over by people that I don't like. 
keep away from him. As long as you're in my house. I'm a grown-up now, Bernardo. I'm gonna think for myself. Tony, we need you if we're going to war. Who are you? Friend or foe? If you go with him, no one will ever forgive you. Life matters even more than love. Spielberg, did he go and make a whole movie just for you? Did he go and get a hundred million dollars? I, ho- I hope it checked all your boxes. Just to please your ass. <laughs> well, first of all, people, let us thank our sponsor for this part of the show uh, right yeah. here. Yeah. You know what? I got to tell you, man, how appropriate we talking about this because you know something? You know, back in the day, and this is an old movie right here, man. Back in the day, you know, your dad... Your mom, granddad, grandmom, they were probably all watching this. They were probably all out there. While they were watching, they were probably like, it's cool. <laughs> Just snapping along with the movie. You know why? Because they had that good weed, Martin. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's that where this is going. <laughs> yeah, Martin. They were mellow. Every It wasn't just West Side Story. Everything, everything in life Sure, the the beatnik generation. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you, man. I hate to tell you this, but but back but back in the day, mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, they had that good stuff, man. <laughs> Not that stuff today that got you all paranoid, looking around, and everything. <laughs> nah, man. You're like, well, what, where can I get some of that good stuff that my mom and dad had? Yeah, who is our sponsor this yeah, week? Yeah, man. What? How can I go? I mean, you know, millennials love to go retro too. How can I get some of that retro weed? <laughs> okay. Something that's going to mellow me out, make me not feel all stressed. You know, not all paranoid and everything. Oh, well, that's when you go over to dad grass. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, dad grass, man. They call it that because that was like your daddy's weed back in the day. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah, they say it wasn't as, uh, as strong, like knock you out like it is now. No, back then. Dad grass, dad, your dad's grass was mellow, and now we got dad grass right here. Dad grass is legal, organic, smokable hemp and tinctures that relax your body and mellow your mind. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, man. They're 100% organic pre-roll joints that are very low in THC and high in CBD. So you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head over there. Hmm. You can chill out without what it's pretty much you just ain't getting stoned. Okay. You know, like they, they describe it. And this is a good you know, I try to come up with my own stuff, but they have a great way of describing this. It's like having a glass of wine instead of drinking the whole bottle, man. Oh, okay. You, know, you drink the whole bottle, you know you're feeling all dizzy, sick and whatnot. You have a nice glass of wine, chilled out, mellow, feeling good, and think of it that way with this right oh, here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. 
You know, whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy the old favorites out there, dad grass will leave you in that euphoric mood. And I, I like this because that's what I need. I'm gonna let, and I'm very interested in this because that's why I don't smoke out a whole lot. Yeah, because it's too much. Because when I do, I, I've sat up there and smoked and looked at people and got, and I'm and rightfully paranoid because I can't talk. Right. Yeah. I, I don't like that feeling. Yeah. I've actually sat up there and people have talked to me and I panicked so much because I know when I said something, I was like, Yeah, because you see them going like, uh huh. Yeah. As they back away. Lie to me later. I wasn't making sense last night. Oh, no, you you were all right. Yeah. <laughs> Stop lying to me. No, no. This sounds like something I could get into. Because normally, the, the the way the weed it is now, it just puts me in the sunken place. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, man. I want to feel mellow. I don't want to sit up there and can't move and mumbling and babbling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making up my own language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And they offer the best tinctures on the market right here. Oh, you know what? I'm sitting up here telling y'all about it, man. I want y'all to get into that mellow goodness of dad grass. So I'm going to give y'all a good deal to go over there and try it out. Tell you what. Go to dadgrass.com forward slash toasted for 20% off your first order. Hmm. I'm going to spell that out for you too. D-A-D-G-R-A-S-S dot com forward slash toasted. And toasted is T-O-A-S-T-E-D for 20% off your first order. Mellow out, baby. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm, I'm going to try this. I might even try it on air one day just to, so y'all can see how, the, how it affects me because I, I tell you. Well, I see they got mom grass too. Oh, they ain't sexist over here. Mom got her grass out there too. Mm. Mom, mom is mellow as hell too, man. Yeah, they got, uh, you can get them in 10 packs, 5 packs, pre-rolled. They even got stuff out there called boomers. Boomers. Okay. Okay, boomer. Hemp flower. So you can even cook with this stuff. Ah. Yeah, they got you covered, man. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. So get a nice balanced euphoric feeling, man. Stop sitting up there babbling and looking all around the room like you're crazy <laughs> and everything. <laughs> One more time. Go to dadgrass.com forward slash toasted to get 20% off your first order. And there you go. And like I said, I'm going to get some of this. And the thing is, they ain't sending me any. They might. I don't know. I have to probably get something myself. I was just going to ask you to let me try it after the show. Well, I want to try this because I'm like, I don't want to. I'm getting to the point I'm not drinking as much and I want to smoke out, but I don't want to. I don't want to crash. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try this to see if it mellows out a little bit. Sure. That's exactly what I need. And I can't wait to try it. Dad grass. I want to be mellow, too. I might do that with you. Hey, once again, I want to thank dad grass for being the sponsor for this portion of the show. And also, thank all of you, baby, for your support and being so cool <laughs> and so mellow. Cool, boy. Yeah. Be cool, boy. All right, y'all. Where was I? Oh, yes. Did Spielberg fix this? Did he go in and take all the notes I gave him and say, hey, man, <laughs> do this and do it right. Make the movie I need. Well, I don't know if he... Fix this per se, you know. There's probably some people out there say, you know, the original didn't have enough brown face. You know, could always use more. <laughs> no, you could have added more. But I will say, and I'm joking about him making a movie for me. Of course, I ain't that stupid. I don't think he's making a movie for me. But he did. <laughs> he made. I felt like I feel like he made. He took everything that made me want to stay away from West Side Story mm-hmm. and went in there and made the West Side Story. 
that I wanted, man. Sure. Well, you know, it, it is sort of sort of updated while still being a, a period piece. Oh, yeah, man. You know, you know, I feel like you took out all the outdated stuff and left in all the greatness mm -hmm. while updating the movie and made something I think is brilliant, man. Now, I got a little bit of problems with it, but they're small, man. But I really do. I, the, this movie right here, the reason why it works, first of all, you can't help but feel the love from the director himself Sure, coming out of this, man. You know, when I watched this, I felt like, you know what? It just feel, it, it feels like Spielberg just had a sudden burst of creative energy with this, man. I, you know, uh, uh, I, I think this is this is first time working on a musical. I don't, you know, I mean, you could probably say American Tale or something like that. He produced those movies. I think this is the first musical that he's directed, mm -hmm. and it's just giving him just kind of a. I don't know what it is, man. It just feels like it's well, just livening him up. A new challenge. A new challenge. A new genre. Mm -hmm. And this is something where it shows, man. He came in, he, whatever that challenge was, it livened him up. No, no, don't get me wrong. Spielberg can. This man. He could go to the bathroom, look in the toilet, and there's a fucking movie in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? He could shit out. He could shit out a, a movie. Yeah, and it would be brilliant. He's an old pro. He's mm -hmm. a veteran. But you can almost see that with, with Spielberg. It's like I know he's into this. I know this is something he wanted to do. But this is the first time I'm in years where I felt like, wow, you know, this feels new to you. Yeah. You know, I can almost feel. I can almost feel his ass dancing behind the camera <laughs> while he's directing, man. He's going, oh shit, yes, damn, I'm good. <laughs> tonight, tonight, gonna direct this shit tonight. Yes, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going in this mellow, but fuck, man, this is the kind of movie I needed right now. I need to go to the theater and have an experience. And, and you got it. And that's what I feel like Spielberg did with this. He's giving people an experience, man. You know, it helps that he's working from great material. You know, look. I can't give the credit totally to him. The foundation's already been laid out. Yeah, twice. You know, yeah, a couple of times. I mean, first of all, there's a book, and I forgot who wrote the book. Uh, yeah, I forgot the name. But I just meant you already had it from William Shakespeare from Romeo and Juliet, and then from the 1961 movie. Yeah, you got Leonard Bernstein mm -hmm. and Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Sondheim, who just died. Just died. I like, hope he got to see it. Like a couple of days, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. I, I wrote it. I already I lived that. Yeah, I did that. What, what you doing this for, kid? Get some new material. <laughs> yeah, Stop man. Stop climbing up my back. <laughs> yeah, Leonard uh, uh, Bernstein, he he wrote this, and Stephen Sondheim wrote the lyrics, and Stephen Sondheim was, was recognized for, like, he got his start writing lyrics, man. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, Spielberg is working with, I mean, as always, look, it's, it's nothing new. He's going to work with the best in the business, but really here, I do think that, okay, Working with a great script and working with just an awesome choreography. Yeah. Like that just, uh, that's enough to give you a boost right there. Sure. Just working with this great material and working with these people who know what they're doing outside of your direction. You know, he, you know, Spielberg ain't dancing and choreographing this. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe he is. I'll be impressed. Well, you know, you hire the right people and you make sure what they're doing fits, it fits or exceeds your vision. Oh, yeah. Hopefully exceeds your vision. Yeah, man. In a bright, all this bright festive uh, cinematography that's going on, man. That's also something in there. But I'm going to pass this off to Martin. But before I do, I'm going to say, you know, I'm talking about how how <clears throat> bright and how festive this whole thing is. And uh, don't let that fool y'all. Listen, this is my first time going into this. So I don't know nothing about 
uh, I've never seen the story. I've only oh, seen okay. clips. So going into this, I'm well, I mean it, man. I'm going into this fresh. I'm going into this like cold. So I'm walking in, and I'm at the beginning. I've been tapping my foot the whole time. I've been enjoying. I was like, "Damn, this is a feel-good movie." Oh. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> These people are dancing. I'm sitting up there watching this. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so happy. This is so feel-good." And the movie's like, "What? Fuck you! <laughs> what you do that for?" Oh, so you yeah, you went in not knowing what to expect. Man, this movie. But, but you've you you've read or seen Romeo and Juliet. I didn't know you, this was you Romeo. Weren't, you weren't making the connection. I didn't know this was Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. This movie picked me up and body slammed my ass. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? What did I say? No. I yeah, was like, it's, man, it's I, very much that. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I man, don't let this for those who are new like me, and you will be you'll be swept in, you're not gonna know, but this don't be fooled by how festive and how bright and how happy this movie is, man. Because you thinking all these dance nerds out here, and now nah, you know that's cool. But damn, these musical numbers are great. Wow. You know, if I haven't seen the movie, like, man, is this what I was missing? And then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, Jesus, what, where, where did everybody, where, where y'all going? What happened? What, oh, I, the I, fuck? I, what's the, what? What is everybody so mad about? <laughs> hey, we would, guys, we were just having a good time. It's like at a party, man, when you're having a great time, and it just takes two assholes to start a fight, and everybody's done. Yeah. Hmm. What'd you feel about this movie, it's, though, it's, man? It's interesting that, that you would say that about it. Uh, because after I saw this, I went home and rewatched the, the original 1961 version. And... I, you know, I grew up loving it, and then maybe about 10 years ago, I hadn't seen it in a while, and I showed it to my, my daughters, because I was yeah. like, oh, you guys love musicals, you'll love this, and they fell in love with it. But at that time, me watching it, I was like, oh, it's been a while. And I was kind of feeling like you, like, ah, it's, it's kind of dated, kind of corny, I, I don't know. But re-watching it just the other night, I saw it again and knew, with new eyes, and I was like, no, this is this is brilliant. I, I'm actually I love this more now than I did before. The thing is, with the original, it's much more of an adaptation of the Broadway musical. Yeah. And this movie is more of an adaptation of that movie. You know, like, like he brings this more more feeling like a movie, more, more movie sensibilities. It's uh it's grittier, it's uh, a bit more realistic. There's a there's a sense of a, a lot more sense of menace in this from the beginning. Like the the jets come across as real like gang member criminals where yeah, the original yeah. jets they seem more like teenage pranksters um so that that kind of feeling's already there and i felt like the tension just kept building so that when you get to the big fight and, and the deaths it's like yeah this shit was coming it was coming from it was coming from the first scene yeah uh, I, I, I don't you know i gotta tell you man but the other one, it felt more happy-go-lucky. So when somebody dies, you're like, oh, shit, we were having a good time. What are y'all doing? Oh, this right here? This is this this is a dark film, y'all. And it's not fair because it's a dark film that tricks your ass. It makes you think that you're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Makes you think you have Six Flags. <laughs> makes you think you have Six Flags, and all of a sudden you're in, you're in Hostel or something. You know, it's like it's, it's a, it, it really is a dark-ass movie, man. You know what it's like? It's like being... It's like being in a really nice, like you don't know the neighborhood, but in, during the day, they got all of the, the bazaars out, people out there selling stuff, people dancing, music is playing. You love this neighborhood. Then the sun goes down, you're like, oh shit, I should have went home like two hours ago. The fuck happened? Yeah, like, yeah, like you're, you're, you're there in the daytime, you're hanging out with people, having fun, you're seeing the other people on the other side, and then the sun goes down and you're, just, you're still hanging and drinking, and they go like, 
Yeah, so later, we're going to kill those motherfuckers. We, we can't hate them because we hate them. You, you with us, right? Oh, and yeah. you're like, wait, what? I thought everybody got along. No. No. It's during the day, everybody's happy. And then at night, those motherfuckers come out that just stand around and just look. <laughs> you, know, you know those people just... People that lean on things, lean on walls, stand in front of convenience stores, and just look at your ass like, the fuck you still doing here? Mm -hmm. And this movie is the equivalent of that because this is, there's tragedy waiting under every layer. You keep digging, thinking that you're going to get that happiness back, and there, and, it's, it's, and it never comes back, man. Tragedy is waiting around every corner of this movie, talking about where the hell you going. Ain't no relief here. <laughs> what is and that's not to say it's bad. I'm just saying, man, it's like, like really, there's a shift in tone that's so dramatic. Such a contrast in, 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 in tones, the turn that this movie takes right here. And, you know, and there's for a reason I'm going to tell you about. Because there's a lot of setup into making, uh, into making it all more tragic as we go along. Uh, you know, there's, there's always a sudden break in a... a, a, a a breakout of dance, of music, that gives you hope, only for a bunch of idiots to come in and just ruin everything. This movie pissed me off, actually. <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was not expecting that reaction from it, you. It, it, no, it made me mad, man, because of these stupid ass gangs in here. You know, the you got so in the movie now the leads are incredible here. Mm. You got the you got the uh, the sharks. Who were led by Maria's brother, uh, Bernardo, uh, uh, Bernardo, who was played by David Alvarez, and then you got the Jets, who were led by Tony's best friend Riff, who's played by Mike Face. And I'm gonna tell you, these guys, awesome man, fantastic. And they they are. I mean, across the board, everybody. Um, the well, everybody. I'm gonna get into some people later, but, but everybody's but yeah. good in this. I'm gonna tell you. And it took me a while to get into some of it because, again, we got all the singing and dancing and you don't feel like you're going to get into the kind of tension you're going to get into later. But even some of the characters who are cast, like I looked at this guy that played Riff and I thought, I ain't threatened by him. He looked like a recovering cancer patient. Uh, like he got, like he just got lung disease or something. It's like, because he said he's a thin guy. Yeah. But by, the, by, by midway through the movie, I'm like, all right, I'm in. I buy it completely. Well, that, that, that actor, Mike Face, he's, uh, he's so good. Oh, he's he, great. he brings so much personality to to Riff. He's, that dude is magnetic, man. Once I got into his character, I couldn't get enough of him. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, I, you know, you could see why he's leading this gang. He yeah. might not be the biggest one. Right, right. But he's the most charismatic one and among the most yeah. attitude. And probably because of that, the toughest one out of all of them. But these gangs here, this is how good this movie is. Now, this is going to go back to probably Romeo and Juliet. But I'm going to take this probably back to the novel. Because, you know, I understand why this movie... And probably, and I'm probably saying the obvious things. People, people are like, damn, Corey, we know, we saw the original. But for me, looking at this, I was like, man, this is so brilliant the way that this movie is light and dark, because, you know, these gangs show how stupid, you know, these differences that they have between them are. The neighborhood is about to get taken over by a Lincoln Center, a Lincoln, um, uh, uh, a Lincoln Center for the Arts, and. They've already been told, like, hey, you know, when they come in, I don't give a fuck if you white, brown, or in between, or especially black, anything in between. All of y'all are going. Mm -hmm. All of y'all are getting displaced. You're, you're fighting over a territory that's about to disappear for everybody. Yeah, you're fighting over territory that, first of all, ain't even yours 
no matter how much you claim it to be. And then at the end of the day, rich people going to take it. Mm-hmm. And really, these rich people don't care about any of y'all, man. You know, what? And you just think like, okay, y'all have this in common. Your outcast about to get displaced and you're all poor. Wow. I don't know. What if we all work together? You know, wow. What if we what if we put our voices together and try to make the neighborhood better? Yeah. But these dumb motherfuckers. Ooh, this movie pissed me <laughs> off, man. At the end of it, I was like, you know what? Maybe these rich people got something. All y'all need to be exterminated. You bunch of fucking rats. That's all y'all are. Just pest. They go around menace. They go. They go around menacing the neighborhood. They go around fighting each other, causing violence everywhere they go. You know, they just go around just 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 being a pain in everybody's ass. And I was like, you know what? Y'all are just pest. And if they came in and ki- I wish all y'all would just kill each other. I couldn't stand these people, man. Yeah. But that's how good the movie is. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at a point it was like, oh, this is fun and games. The musical numbers are great. Then it really does get into like hard, harder uh, issues such as, you know, class systems. Sure. Class systems turning other classes against each other. Mm-hmm. And really that's the heart of the movie. Like uh, besides the, ro- the, the, the romance, it's like. Wow, man, all this prejudice that people have against each other is completely fucking idiotic. Yeah. You know, uh, I really, and the one that really goes in and warns them and say, wow, all you dumbasses, look, just by nature, I got to be for the white boys. But really, all y'all stupid. Corey Stoll. Oh, yeah. Played <laughs> Lieutenant Shrink. He's uh-huh. like, and he, Corey Stoll, who again, Pisses me off because I can never recognize him when he comes in. <laughs> really? This, Whenever he has a hairpiece on, you don't recognize him? That man stays bald because he's like a Muppet. You know, he can <laughs> just swap out facial hair. and Yeah, he could put on different hair uh-huh. and everything. And he always comes in. I'm like, who the hell? Is- oh, that's Corey, man. That's another Corey up there. Yeah, he always comes in, but he's great. Mm-hmm. And he comes in, he tells him, he's like, look, you know. I'm, so, I'm sorry, brown dudes. I, you know, I got to be on the side of the white dudes, but all of y'all are stupid. Mm-hmm. All of you. Don't y'all realize that they're playing all of you? And, and, and I love it at the beginning of the movie because I don't even think that's in the original how how uh, how he lays that out. Uh, it sort of is, but not really, not not quite. Like he he lays it out there. He's real. I had to appreciate his real his uh his, his realism the way he laid it out. He's like, look, all they're gonna do is push all you white people out they don't give a fuck about you being the same color you're poor and you're rats compared to them and all you brown people over here they're gonna move you out and just get a new crop of men to open the doors yeah, for yeah, the new white people yeah. that ain't here it's like wow man this movie is making such an awesome social statement mm-hmm. and I don't know if that was in the original it movie. was it was yeah wow brilliant yeah yeah that's, like what, that's what I'm saying about the about the original movie it, it was ahead of its time come you didn't tell me that <laughs> Too busy hating on it. Too busy hating, man. I was hating. And I'm going to tell you another reason why I didn't watch this. And this is serious. And, uh, you know, this is just something, uh, again, a personal thing with me. I really get tired of Hollywood's, you know, their message of unity, racial unity and racial love, especially when it comes to interracial love. I don't like that Hollywood's answer to that is always a white guy with a blank, blank, blank or whatever, you know, and that's one of the things. It's just a thing with me because I'm not against, of course, I'm not against the idea. I think it's a beautiful thing for anybody to put their differences down and get with each other. But Hollywood, their idea of it is like the white male savior getting with whatever color woman he wants to, and that is unity. Uh, And so I didn't watch this because I didn't like that theme. But, you know, when I'm watching this man, you can't help but feel for this couple right here. At least in this movie. Now I don't know how they are in the original. Okay, but, this is this is where we we split. Well, I know what it is. 
because I agree with a lot of people. Angel, uh, Ansel, a- Ansel, Ansel Elgort. That's my complaint with this too. Dude, I mean, honestly, I, I would be in love with this movie like you are, but he is the lead actor. And I'm not going to say he sucks, it, but whenever he's in a scene with anybody else, he kind of does. Like his, his singing and his dancing and acting, it's all right. But everybody yeah. else is amazing. And, and, and one thing this movie has over the original is that Maria has a bigger part. She, she has more mm-hmm. you know, agency. You get to see more of her. And, but the original sells the romance between them. And it is, you do feel that star cross. And here, uh, one, he looks way older than her. I mean, I think it's I think it's like five or six years that in, in actual real That's life. Cool, baby. I know, no, I, I know it's cool, but it's it's one where I just could not buy the romance between them, and it always felt like she was more into him, but he was giving lip service. Like he never had that giddiness. You know how it is if you go to some function and you meet some girl, you got stars in your eyes, she takes off, and you're like, man, I'm just dreaming about her the next day. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I hear him saying it, but I'm not seeing it. And he was he was he was killing me throughout this. Okay, so he wasn't killing me, and it's probably because I hadn't seen the original. Because look, with me not having seen the original, I'm just assuming that that's how it was. No, in the no, original, no, they they had a real like like joy and just like I I gotta be with you. Okay, see, I didn't know. I just like I thought this is just a musical. And, I'm, I just have to take for granted that they are in love that and, much. And, and I am saying to this this to you like me going watching this going like, huh? I seem to remember them being more into it, but maybe I'm wrong. And then to go watch it afterwards and go like, yeah. no, 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 that they they sold this romance. They made you care about that. And okay. here I was like, y'all kind of being fucking idiots right now with all this shit going on. Okay, see. That's the. I just thought this is a musical. When they sing, that says they're in love mm-hmm. <laughs> because that. No matter who's doing it, even if they, even if they're not doing a, as good of a rendition of, uh, tonight, tonight, yeah. you know, it's still a great song. Oh yeah, so, no, so, no, it's a great, so great was, music, great yeah. lyrics. So I was already, you know, I was already pulled in. It was like yeah. I ain't seen the original. I'm pulled in by this, and I, I'm, I'm buying it because I don't think they're bad. I think they're serviceable, and in the, and when they sing the songs. You know, it's kind of a cheat, but the songs are getting them through. Tonight, tonight, it all began tonight. I saw you on the world went away. Tonight, tonight, there's only you. Yeah, I look bad right there. That's a, now, I'm going to say that's some bad framing because he's like... When I look at this, he's like, when I get out this goddamn cage, I'm going I'm to I'm tear that ass up. <laughs> that don't look right right there. I'm going to get that ass, boy. You better help me break out this shit. <laughs> There's only you tonight. What do you want? What do you do? What do you say? Today, all day, I had the feeling a mirror. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of neighborhood. Yeah. Sure, in New York. Yeah, yeah in New York. <laughs> Somebody would have poured some a pot of water on them. Yeah. Go! Go back to your neighborhood! <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody threw a boot at the Man, that is such a classic song, though. Mm-hmm. And for me, and I got to tell you, man, I agree with you 100% because... 
you know, I they, they're both just kind of naive in a way. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's the thing why because Romeo and Juliet works because they're they're teenagers. They're yeah. young. They're like 14 yeah. years old. So them doing stupid shit, you go like, yeah, of course. <laughs> Here, you know, Maria's what, 18 and yeah. and he looks like he's oh, shit, almost ah, 30. Oh shit, sorry. <laughs> almost 30. So you're like, y'all too old to be acting like this. Yeah, man. I you know, I got to tell you, I so I don't mind them. I think I like I like them, and I think that what's going on here is that like Ansel Elgort, like he's he's not bad to me, but he's just being outclassed, outclassed, and outacted by everybody and, else. I'm sorry, and, and outdanced too. Oh yeah, I mean his character is just not given a he's just not given much to do. It's almost like everybody's given the most dramatic parts and the best dancing parts and the best singing parts because they're the angrier ones. You know, mm. they're the ones who are the most violent. The Him, most passionate. The most passionate. He's the romantic lead, just there to look good and sweep her off her feet. And it's like, it's like, and that makes him kind of a duller, char- duller character than the, mo- than the, the other characters. And the, another reason why is because the character of Tony, Tony, so his character is written to where, and I don't know if how this is in the original, but Tony is written to where he's trying to be a better person. Tony, at this point in his life, he's like, you know that's, what? That's added. That, that's something new. Is that, okay, is that added? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Then. So they just turn this around because Tony in this movie, he's like, I almost beat a man to death. I'm not the same person that I used to be, and I'm trying to be nice. And nice don't do nothing but get your ass whooped in this neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every time Tony, Tony's tried to, he tried, man, and bless his heart, good for him. But Tony tried to shake about five different hands, being nice. Hey, how you doing? I'm Tony. And every time he did, he got busted in his mouth. Yeah. He got every time he tried to shake a hand, he got punched in the face. I'm just like Tony. That shit ain't gonna work. Yeah, man. at some point you gotta pull the hand back and go like, all right. Say fuck these people. Get this bride and get a greyhound and get the hell out of here, man. You know it's just it's just not working. And and unfortunately that's him throughout the movie. He's a he, and I get it. He's a passive character because he's trying to be a pacifist by nature. Sure, but you also like he grew up in the neighborhood, and I know he's been away. You know. In jail or prison or whatever yeah. for a couple of years, but you notice how everybody talks and he doesn't. Like everybody has their New York accent. He kind of has it. It, it, it comes. He has it a little bit, and even that comes and goes. Yeah, you know. I mean, I he just didn't bother me as probably as much as as you. I did say that he's just a little naive in his his self improvement. Uh, Maria is very naive. What you expect? She's but she's, the youngest. She's she's young. But I will tell you the reason why I like her is because she's young. I get it. And there's a point where she's like, "I'm sick of all y'all shit, man." Yeah, yeah. You know, and really, when it comes down to it, man, these people, whether they are not as passionate or they're more passive characters than the other people. Man, they're so nice. They are so man. They're just so. They, man, they're trying to do the right thing. Their heart is in the right place. Tony's so kind. Tony, Tony's what made me pissed off at everybody else. Cause Tony's pleading with people, y'all stop acting stupid. I've been down this path. It's not gonna lead you anywhere. Fuck your gringo. Hey man, what are you doing? Turning on the rest of the gang? You know, come on, baby. You know, they're like, man, fuck all y'all. I mean, these guys made me. They're the only ones with heart in the movie besides some of the older characters. Yeah. And I was just like, I rooted for them just because everybody else was an asshole. 
And I hated them. I hated those people, man. At least I didn't hate them. It's funny because normally you're in the in the position of going like, yeah, but I understand because you got to look at how marginalized they are. Of course they're passionate. These people can afford to not be passionate because they're young. They don't think about these things. But these guys are living it and they're getting pushed yeah. out. And how would you expect them to react? When somebody's telling you over and over again, the whole neighborhood, like, not to ruin anything, but the whole neighborhood is saying, man, y'all set y'all's asses down <laughs> and they're just not listening. Like, there's so many things that people are talking sense to them, and they're just eating each other alive. I, fuck them, man. I don't care about these people. I hate I hated that game. Well, so, something that this movie does over the the, uh, the original is it really does sell the the Jets as far as how poor and how bad their they home do. life is. Yeah, no, they, they do. They do, and I'll, I will give it that. But they they made these people so unreasonable in the movie, and that's what really got to me. And and this is another case where, had they cast younger, you could you could like it would make more it would feel like it makes more sense. It probably maybe maybe you know what maybe you have a <laughs> like if they've been actual teenagers like, like they're supposed to because because uh, a big thing people people saying like oh Spielberg's this time he's casting people um, uh, younger and and actually Latino and I was like you know you watch the original it's like. Well, they're actually Latino, but they're about the same age as, as they were in the original. Maybe I'm looking at this, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, y'all too goddamn old for this. Too, too goddamn old for this, yeah. They, That's, I could not stop hating them. And it's just because maybe I just saw them just taking goodness away from everybody else. Mm -hmm. Fuck y'all. All y'all. Everyone in between. But it's great for the movie because it made me passionate. Sure, sure. It makes everything that's, that, that's in here uh, more... It hits harder when it all comes cra uh, crashing down. Uh, Rita Moreno, who was in the original, you know, uh, she brings a lot of heart to the film too, man. She's one of the things. I, you know what? I almost got mad at her because I'm like, "What are you doing? Bring me all this hope?" Because she is so. Her character in the movie, she's in the original, and she's beautiful in the original. Well, that is one of the things because uh, her in um um, God, what's her character's name? I'm blanking on it right now. Anita. She's Anita in the original, and man, watching her in that, just like wow, she's just the sexiest thing in the world. And oh, then, yeah. and then the casting on the new Anita, uh, uh, Ariana DeBose, I was like, this is perfect casting because this is the sexiest girl in the world right here, yeah. and she is so full of life. She and, she really pulls that together. And that's Rita Moreno right there. Yeah. Rita Moreno, who's coming, who's one of the producers on this. She's she's still amazing, man. She still got it. Yeah. And really, in a movie like this, where it's where it's it's so heavy, man. Almost oppressive in a way as it goes along. Oh, yeah, the second half of it. Is, it's a it, completely, it, I couldn't it, breathe. It was just, like, yeah. just weighing yeah, on my Yeah, the second half is just nothing but heavy. But she don't help because she actually gives you hope. I mean, she is so, she's the, the kind shop owner who welcomes Tony into the store. She's And by the way, she's Puerto Rican. And she tries to give him a, a new start on life. And she's trying her best to see the goodness in everybody, even the gangs that are in town. What's forever? Like, I want to be with you forever. You, know? you can see him trying. <laughs> you see him trying. Mark, he's trying. <laughs> Dude, he's, I'm not saying he's not good. <laughs> he's trying, Mark. He's like, help me out here. Mark, I'm trying. Oh, my God. You don't want to. Even she's looking at him like, God damn, that accent. <laughs> how, how, how did you get hired again? She's like, how do I tell this boy? <laughs> You suck. <laughs> Thought maybe we'd like to take you out to coffee? No. 
Come on. I want to take you to a shop full of nuts for a cream cheese sandwich and a raisin bread. This ain't casual like that. Oh. I want to be with you forever. Quiero estar contigo para siempre. Quiero. Contigo si impre. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> What else you got? <laughs> Por favor. Yeah, you might as well get lessons from Peggy Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you learned that, that Speedy Gonzalez Spanish. <laughs> All right, hit me with another one. <laughs> Amiga. <laughs> but here's where the movie turned brilliant for me. Because early on, like I said, I had these little problems here. And I was like, man, this is a musical. These are the songs I've seen before. This has been done already, you know. So what? What you got? Yeah. <laughs> Besides making these small changes that this movie hasn't got, and man, I just think that with this, with them being able to make this a little edgier, a little more violent, they've made it as you said, Martin, a little more tense. Mm -hmm. And that contrast that they have here between light and dark, it fits the theme of the movie. You know, the Jets and the Sharks, even though they look like they're thirty years old here, they're mostly a bunch of dumb kids. Yeah. And they are treating the deadly nature of this situation that they're building. They're treating that like a game. You know, they really aren't taking, they're not taking it as seriously as they should. You know, as youth often underestimates real life consequences. Right, because right, they think they're invincible until boom. Yeah. And they don't understand, man. They really are treating this, you know, like this is fun. You know, this is it's cool to belong to something. And the first part of the movie was very light and... I think that's the part where you get uh, you get a lot of your happier scenes, a lot of your more colorful dance numbers. You know, that's where you get some of the numbers that you recognize, like uh, like America, and that, that number that, that I, I, whether it's the original or this one, that is just the most amazing musical number, maybe of all time. Man, if you can't get that right. Then you don't need to be directed because because you 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 so caught up in the music and then you start listening to the lyrics and you're like, wow, that is subversive as hell. This is because yeah, uh, somebody was like, I don't want to see Puerto Ricans uh, 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 romanticizing America. I was like, you listen to this song. It That's is not, not it. That, yeah, it's, it's not a, at all. It's an ironic song. Uh -huh. Stephen Sondheim, who's one of the greatest lyricists as far as musicals go, he he wrote this in a way where it was being sarcastic about yeah. America. He was running them like he was getting chickens together. Like, hey, 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 I'll stop this shit. Hey. Man, uh, speaking of that dance number, they didn't have the lyrics. And I really did try to find some lyrics because it is a, you know, I could have picked it from the original, but I'm showing enough clips already. And it's that, 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 if you go and watch the original or you watch this, mm -hmm. that's one of the best written songs yeah. in Broadway ever, mm -hmm. man. It's classic, classic. It's, it's again, because it's such a clever song. And that, uh, that that actress who plays uh, Anita, I believe, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ariana, Ariana DeBose. DeBose, man, she she is. Uh, I don't think a lot of people have seen her. She has been in a few things, but mm -hmm. she's very young still. She hasn't been in a lot, but man, uh, she, again, all the tonal shifts that this movie makes, she handles them well. She she's does. Got a terribly heartbreaking scene mm -hmm. near the end of this, man. Yeah, 
Again, but not she, helping anything. She knocks it out of the park throughout this movie. She, sh- I would not be surprised. She's, and I don't know, but I would not be surprised. She's nominated for. She should be. She should be for. Uh, if she's nominated for best supporting actress, I'm, I, just saying. I don't know. If, I can't predict these things, but I will not be surprised if that doesn't happen with her because she has to do so much: sing, dance, do comedy, and also tragedy. Be, a, be a, a, a like an emotional anchor in this mm. movie, where it's like a tragedy, you know, a very tragic part to her story. Uh, but that's the thing, man. You know, we're talking about how it gets into this tragedy, and you got those. I just showed you some of the festive parts, and then some parts of the movie are just straight out comedic, man. It's also, it's a comedy in so many parts. Oh yeah. And you probably think, Up all until right, it's not. <laughs> they're trying to do so many things in this movie, man, and they are handling it well. But they're doing this because that comedy part—that's supposed to be the kids taking this whole thing as a goof, mm-hmm. not knowing how bad things are going to get. I don't have a clip from this movie, but from the original, like my favorite, my favorite part uh, in the movie, because I just love the choreography and I just love this song and I love the song throws you off. If you haven't seen the movie thinking, oh, this is going to be a bunch of laughs. Uh, G. Officer Klupski. Krupki. Krupki. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were going to say that one. Yeah. Yeah, Krup, yeah. And I love that. And, you know, uh, to me, that's some of the best lyrics outside of America in the movie. Uh, it's basically all the kids talking about justifying why they are so violent. You know, oh, poor me. I had a bad home life. Dear, kindly judge your honor. My parents treat me rough with all their marijuana. They won't give me a puff. They didn't want to have me. But somehow I was had. Leap on lizards. That's why I'm so bad. In, in the movie, it's, it takes place in a police station. Mm-hmm. And it's played up just as lighthearted as you see right here. And really, if you don't know where this movie's going to turn, you're thinking, well, it's, shit, it's smooth sailing from here. <laughs> you know, the theme is, though, whether you're looking at the the new one or the original where they're doing this, if they play it up for laughs so much here because the theme is it's all fun and games until shit gets real. Yeah. And I thought, man, when that movie turned around at this point, I was like, oh, Jesus, man, this movie is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, brother, go watch the original right there. You're like, this, this needs some work, is what I'm getting from you. Uh, well, the thing is that there's so much of it matches it, and definitely the there's casting improvements mm-hmm. outside of Ansel Elgort. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, man. Boy, no. He ain't hurting nobody. Yeah, I just, I just like, wow. It must be nice to have a, a name already to get your get get thrown in the hat for this. Um, but I, I, so much of it, I like just as much. I, I, mm-hmm. I the, there's some things that where I just go like it. They're not completely, but like I said, they're they're sort of different animals because one is adapting a play and the other is adapting a movie, and it you know it builds on what was already done. The 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 dance and the s- sequences are amazing. Yeah, they they're they're just as amazing. There's just the staging is different. Uh, that mixer they had, yeah, Jim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That. Yeah. It's it, it's it's great in both of us. Like you say, there's there's such great source material that it's just a matter of just don't fuck it up. And it's like, oh wow, some of these things you actually you tweaked and improved on, or or you made it where you know somebody a modern audience could could swallow it better without having to look through the eyes of 1961. And yeah. and, and I think that's great. Uh, there's only a few things that I. Take it down for me, uh, you know. Ansel Elgort being a major thing. Uh, also, uh, the, the deaths—they move that sort of to the middle of the story mm-hmm. rather than being toward the end. So that heaviness goes on for a long time, and 
that was where I started to feel like, all right, all these updates and improvements were cool. And now this is starting to feel kind of pointless uh, as, as far as the remake goes. Because um, it was just like, man, there's, it felt like it was, it was kind of lingering for okay. me. You know what? I see that was a different experience for me. I understand because I what now I went back and watched some of the original. Mm-hmm. One of the things I wanted to watch, for the most part, was the rumble because all this is building up to one big fight in this movie, and that's where the tense uh, the tenseness came from for me. Once I saw how serious things were getting, and they kept talking about, it, I was like, okay, this ain't gonna be just some song and dance. They gonna beat the shit out of each other. Oh yeah, or kill each other. Yeah. Somebody's going down and. That was already getting to me. But when they finally got to it, uh, I watched this one first, of course. And then I went, went back and watched the original. And it just played out like I thought it would. Like, the violence in this is heavier. It's grittier. Uh, even the point where people are trying to piss each other off, like, hitting each other. Like, it, that's what made it for me. It's like, even before the fight started, one person trying not to fight, and another person just punching the shit out of him. Sure, I sure. I was like, man, uh, that rumble... When they got to that rumble, I was on the edge. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, you are. Everything's been building toward that. So you're you're on the edge. I mean, plus an element has been introduced where you're like, this is not going to go oh, well. Yeah, the moment they did that, something was introduced. I was like, this is done, man. I, I can't take this shit no more. Yeah, I'm yeah, tired of this. Yeah. But yeah, man. No, it's, you know, it's, it's done really well. No, no. It, and the, with them making this more violent, definitely delivered on the suspense that is building up in this, man. Uh, cinematography. And this is gorgeous. You know, the only thing I would say about this, let me see if I can find something here. So the only thing I would say about this is that the cinematography is so true to the nature of the story to where it feels like it's actually the old movie, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. except for one thing, those goddamn lens flares, man. (laughs) Well, you know how how he he got to be buddy buddies with with J.J. Abrams and and some of it rubbed off. They got a lens flare package that they just... They must have paid some good money for that because they using that shit. They using that shit when it's not necessary, man. I mean, like it, it, this movie looked like old film grain in the best way. Yeah, like I, think, yeah, I thought I was did. watching yeah. something from the '60s. Yeah, you know, what I thought I thought I was looking at a 70 millimeter print from the '60s, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, remastered. But then. Like you would be in the neighborhood and you have these real intimate scenes, and then all of a sudden, like goddamn ET is coming down. Yeah. A <laughs> fucking Star Wars is happening. No, it's Spielberg, so it'd be ET. It would be ET. Yeah, it looked like everything looked like. I mean, and and, and when these and it's cool because I'm not, I'm saying the scenes are cool, and I'm loving it. The scenes are brilliant, and then these fucking lens flares come in here, and I'm just like, man, get that goddamn light out of my face, man. What are you What are you doing? You know, it's like it's just like it's not needed. Mm-hmm. It's like however much you paid for that lens that lens flare package, man. You didn't get your money's worth out of that yet, because that's in everything. Yeah, and it's cool. It's 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 cool, man. But you know, it didn't take away from the movie for me. I right, right, like, right. It's just a, a minor annoyance. And I usually love lens flares in movies. Do man. you really? I, man, when you have some, I'll tell you why. Because I watched so many Spielberg movies when I was a kid that had lens flare mm-hmm. that I thought lens flare spells quality that's money <laughs> well hey well if you say the lens flares have been with him throughout his career maybe he goes like this is my good luck charm this is how i it sign could be. things Shit, maybe he made a deal with the devil where you know <laughs> everything you do no matter what period it is or whatever it's gonna be bright as hell <laughs> yeah man 
It's a, it's a small thing. It's a small thing. And I used to love lens flares. Lens flares did not bother me. J.J. Abrams does them all the time. I was like, I notice it. But you know what? If you had, if you can, to me, if you can afford a lens flare, then you were working with money, man. You had them, you had them good lenses. That's funny. I was talking to somebody the other day, and we were talking about the old days of Photoshop. And it's like, how can you tell when somebody just got new to Photoshop? What's, what's the filter they overuse the most? And I blanked on it for a bit. I was like, oh, shit, lens flare. Yeah. And he's like, that's right. <laughs> 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 oh, what'd you say, lens flare, huh? And God damn it, then uh, what's his name must have just got his package. <laughs> Shit, lens, when, when Spielberg start, first started using Photoshop, it must have been like, it must have been like, yeah, shit. God damn, man. Spit that Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I like my latest Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, shit. What's it a picture of? Yeah. <laughs> I call this surface of the sun. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> huh? Nah, man. Um, I was gonna say I want to know what fans of the original think, mm. but you know, you you're kind of telling me. I, I think I got a understanding that you like the original better than this. Uh, or do you like them both about the same? I, I like I, I like the original a little bit better, but there's so many great things about this. I don't want to put it down as if like yeah, it didn't measure up. But <laughs> I, but I I don't know the the for me the original it's it's sleeker and it and um and I just see like I said I'm able to watch it through the lens mm-hmm. of like wow when this came out and you know as much as there's brown face looking at it again it's like you know the makeup's pretty bad on everybody <laughs> they lay it on thick yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah the the original uh not bernardo uh he was greek so he's that's kind of brown <laughs> anyway and and even even with the jets they had a a, a little dark italian dude who's darker than everybody uh, uh, you know the 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 sharks it's yeah. it's it's funny but yeah once past that i was like wow this is one of if not the greatest musical of all time and this is really good it just has those certain shortcomings that kept me from being in love with it yeah man what you know chalk it up to me being new to this then because i love this i love this man uh you ask me spielberg kind of pulled off a miracle here you know he took something that is a classic a masterpiece that mm-hmm. people would normally say, "Don't you dare!" Right, right. Don't no, no. Dare. That 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 is a trick in itself to take something oh, yeah. where people are like, "All you're gonna do is ruin it." Don't even go in there and go like, and you he, he makes it and you go like, "Oh, okay." Oh yeah, no. In order to remake this, you'd have to pull some Ocean's Eleven heist shit, you know, mm-hmm. to, to even touch the original. Mm-hmm. And he pulled off a miracle to where I think for me, he not only came in and remade this classic, which I think he did an excellent job with, but um, being that I'm new and I'm watching some of the older scenes now uh, to where I've seen kind of half of the movie because I've been watching so many scenes mm-hmm. but I'm watching it in broken parts so that doesn't even count but this seems so much better to me this is this is so much a vast improvement for modern times man but again if you ask somebody who has who's a, who's who loves the original mm-hmm. you know I can understand what they come in and say nah, nah this ain't got nothing on that man well I'm not saying it, it, it's got nothing on it I felt the ending needed a little bit more trimming to it yeah, yeah. Tri- it, trimming because that's what because that's a lot of it like like yeah everything after the rumble it just felt like it was dragging it's like man this is tragic and but we kind of know where it's going to go and it's like this just keeps going yeah i tell you man that the ending is just 
I didn't mind it, but after watching the original, I was like, you know what? Now the original that has it that has it over this movie mm-hmm. right here. The original to this just left you with just a little bit more emotion. Yeah, I, I felt like man though, this one just kind of ends. Yeah, yeah. You know, but again, you know, there's so much going on. Oh, and uh, also, just a little bit of uh, look. I ain't complaining. I'm not. Some people gonna say, "Oh, here we go." I knew it was coming up, but a little bit of colorism going on. You think uh, so? This, if you had, yeah, if you had an afro, you had kinky hair. Take your ass to the back. Everybody in this one that had like, like more uh, Afro Latin, like they definitely didn't have as many lines. They were more background characters. But Anita's very dark skinned. I'm talking about like kinky hair, like like I say, Afro. Mm. You know, if you had you had the kinky hair, and you, know, I'm not talking about shades. Okay. You know, because and by the way. Anita, her hair is a little more curly, and they straighten her hair. Mm. So, so yeah, I just just something I noticed. You know, I'm not even saying it's bad. I'm just saying I did notice the dudes. If you had an afro, take your nappy headed ass in the back. <laughs> you didn't. You hardly got any lines in this. So you know, it just felt like the same old, same old. But uh, uh, somebody said, "Where are that? Where are the Afro Puerto Ricans? They in the back." <laughs> the way, hey. Tell you know, look. Tell me once one Afro you see up here. I tell you what, they get pro- pro- progressively kinkier as they go back. But again, not a, I'm not complaining about it, man. You know, not a big deal. Um, love this movie though. I did. Like I said, this gave me an experience at the theater. And sometimes musicals do that, man. That's why we love Disney animated musicals because they feel like events when done right. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. Uh, and that, and that that Rachel Ziegler, she sings like one of those Disney princesses. Yeah, man, it's it's it really is a. Uh, it really is living up as far as I'm concerned. It's living up to the hype of being one of the best movies of the year. You know, it's taking a little bit of that old fashioned Hollywood that we know, with especially being a musical, but also, you know, for the way it's updated, feels like it's uh, the violence and the messaging behind it feels perfect for the times we have now. So yeah, I mean, it's full price, man. Yeah, um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I do like it. I, I, I'd hate for it to sound like I, like I don't. And, and I, I thought it was a miracle that he, he pulled so much of it off so well. Um, it, it, I, I wish the, the, the lead actor could have, could have been better or recast or just sold it because that was a lot of what held me back. And you know, like you said, the, the ending drags drags so much it it left me with that it kept me from having that feeling of like wow i can't wait to see this again but there's so much of it uh parts i'd love to see again and even though it's not one of my favorite movies of the year if it were to be you know one even win best picture i wouldn't be sticking my mouth like going man yeah, yeah. i was like no i get it it it's it, it, it's a it's a better update than you ever could expect it to be so yeah. i i give it a, a high matinee yeah, there you go. There you go, Martin. That you that West Side snob over there. I, I, <laughs> you know? I, I, and, I, and I wasn't going in. West Side? <laughs> I really wasn't. I was like, oh, well, good. Somebody uh, should do this. Martin, oh, hipster Martin. Like, I know it's coming out somewhere. I was wondering you're going to grow to that fedora. <laughs> well, it ain't good like that original, but it's all right. <laughs> Uh, you you don't know nothing about that, Corey. You're going to take, take this bullshit right here. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. No, it's good. I, I, I understand. I understand. Because I see the things you're talking about. Yeah. I just I just love this, man. Yeah, sure. I really sure. I re- I, this one of the movies I'm dying to go see again, man, because mm-hmm. I want to take Mia. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, she couldn't go that night. What is this shit? They they dance, they sing. I thought they're gang. I, <laughs> you like this kind of stuff, man. I don't know. <laughs> Why did you bring me here? Singing about America. Fuck America. <laughs> That's my song. Fuck America. Fuck America. That's your song. 